0: two one welcome back to the movie vault maybe for the third time in a week despite the fact that we've recorded only once in the last like three weeks
1: why would it be the third time in a week
0: because well we released two episodes last week and then this episode this upcoming week
1: how did we release platoon
0: yeah platoon and uh Groundhog Day. And Groundhog Day. Right. Our schedule is very organized, is what we're saying.
1: Yes. Today we're back again with the great heroic epic called the uh is it just seven samurai or the seven samurai? I think it's just seven samurai. Okay. Yes, yeah, seven samurai. Three and a half hours once again. Sorry. Yeah.
0: This was an epic of epic proportions.
1: I'm sorry. I literally, I I should have I was I didn't even realize it was three and a half hours until I picked it and I realized we both had pretty busy weeks and then kind of happened i but. think
0: there it's good though that you picked this because um i don't think i would have watched this if it wasn't for the podcast because <laughs> I mean, no, well maybe not ever but anytime i would like go to be like oh i want to watch this movie then i would say oh it's three and a half hours let me watch a different movie like you know it wasn't i knew it was gonna be really good but i ju- it was just hard to like commit so now that i was forced to and it I was can. actually really, really good. Yeah.
1: And we'll get into that. But first, as you can see, we have a Rick and Morty in honor of Justin Royland. Rip, Justin Royland. He's kind of out of the picture at the moment. Well, you can it, look up your own stuff about that. Yeah. We're not going to go into that. But this is just in honor of him. We're big Rick and Morty fans. We reference it in every, yeah. every it's episode. It's like, are we allowed
0: to still reference We're still going to
1: reference it. Sure. What do you mean, are we allowed to reference it? The characters in... Well, Rick did it a lot, probably a lot worse than Justin. <laughs> if you think yeah. About it. yeah. Probably mass genocide. Yeah.
0: We'll just say Justin... Did some pretty bad things if the allegations are true. Do we get flagged if we say, like, mass genocide? I actually, like, is that real? I don't think so. Okay, mass genocide, you know. Yeah, well, Rick probably did do that. Yeah, so not I don't think that we would get in trouble for saying that. It was a statement of no, fact. No, I mean,
1: like, do you, like do the words come up in like Spotify? I
0: don't think so. I, I guess we'll find out at this episode. These people are talking about Ash as like a little headline, and it's like doesn't <laughs> learn even, more about COVID. <laughs> it, yeah, it, just, it says learn more about COVID. It doesn't even pick up on like well, like the context of what we were talking about. It. I mean, you don't I, you don't really know how it works now with AI and and stuff. I don't know why I picked AI, but or just computer it's programs of in Chat general. GTP, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you gotten the lectures from your professors
1: about not using them? About not using it? No, but I've been using them not for not for <laughs> schoolwork <laughs> for legal reasons. It's a joke.
0: <laughs> no, but our our professor uh, when we went through the syllabus was like specifically mentioned ChatGPT. It was GTP like, or GTP. Yeah, because I've used. I mean, I've used it for uh, texting people. Um, what? Yeah, like if you're like trying to figure out how to phrase something, just <laughs> Who has the free time for that? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't I that was the first use that it came to mind though. <laughs> I can be a better texture. Okay. I was using it to like look up
1: theorems and stuff like the edge I was trying to find like what are the edges of its knowledge.
0: Yeah. No, I, I did that too. I was trying to figure out like whether like it could do write me like Rick and Morty episodes but like in a different format. Or I was doing like Tim Dylan on Seinfeld or You probably did that like because that. Tim
1: Dylan released his clip. Yeah. Right?
0: Yeah, Tim Dylan was doing that. It was honestly the thing is with how it portrayed Tim Dylan the last time I did it was like, oh this is sort of Tim Dylan, but it's not exactly getting there. Yeah. He's like it's scarily close. <laughs> but no, I I mean it's, it's pretty basic. It, still so. it's still kinda scary. It's still though. amazing. Yeah.
1: I, I loved it. I, I had it not only, so first of all, I typed in, every, I did my homework first. Then I typed in every single homework problem. I got every single one of them right. Hard, terrible, like terribly hard problems. And it explained each step of genetics. Like crazy. That I, is crazy. I screamed at the, like I screamed at my grandfather, just like showing him to come see. That I, was, is, I was so into it. because so the thing is
0: like, yeah, if you do it ethically, like that's a great way to like learn because it might explain it better. No, than- I agree. No, because what
1: I would do is I would check it because this is homework. We're allowed to work with other people. Yeah. And I count this as a person. So what I do is I, I, like, do my homework, and then I use it to check. And I'm usually right, but, like, sometimes it'll be like, oh, you missed this part or something like yeah. that. And sometimes I'll be like, explain it to me this way. Explain it. And it'll do
0: it. It's insane. That's, that's insane.
1: Like I think this is becoming, like, my new greatest friend of all time.
0: Now, I think the question that people had about ChatGTP was – Our our white collar jobs going to be cut because of like artificial intelligence like this. (laughs) I don't
1: really care about jobs. You you got to
0: position yourself into a job where you're not going to get cut. Is what we're saying because there's there's a lot of jobs that these AI programs are going to start being able to do better than people.
1: Yeah, but nobody wants a robot to take care of them, so we'll be all right.
0: Yeah, we'll be okay. I mean, that's why I went to healthcare. I was like, (laughs) they're still going to hire at the end of the day. They're still going to have nurses. Yeah, hopefully. (laughs) I mean, they might find a way to do it better. I guess. I don't know, but programmers they'll be go- they'll be good. Yeah, programmers would be good too. So go into software, go into healthcare.
1: Although I, ChatGTP does not teach you how to synthesize methamphetamine, even if you say it's for like <laughs> educational purposes, it says even though it's for educational purposes, and then like it could sense my frustration at some point is <laughs> like it literally stopped me. It stopped me and said, "I sense your frustration," <laughs>
0: but I cannot tell so you how funny. to
1: synthesize methamphetamine by the law or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it, so it does have... I mean, there's so many things that you could ask it to do that it would have to tell you that it's not allowed to do, right? Uh, I mean, otherwise, that'd be really scary.
1: Yeah. I said, what are the dangers of AI? And it listed them. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: was I, I was like, are you plotting to take over the world? No, it was like, well, it was I mean, science. we could probably have chat GP, GP, GTP. GTP, not GPT, GTP. We could have it, like, come up with our episodes and just read off of a script that it made, probably.
1: Yeah, the no, the what was it? Tim said that will they will they make podcasts in the future?
0: Well, will music be art like artificial intelligence or like, regular
1: art, like A.I. art? Yeah, A.I. art. I'm okay with it. I
0: honestly think like that, like, help, like A.I. associated art would be very helpful, and then you just use what the A.I. produces and mix it together and kind of just make your own thing, like. It'd be one thing if you were just, like, telling the AI to make something and it just made it. But, like, if you're doing something, too, if it's, like, your art augmented by the AI, I think that's a little different. I think what Um, artists think, though, like, what they do is pretty exclusive, maybe. yeah. So then if
1: AI does it, like, you can be, like, make a Picasso, and the AI will make a Picasso. Like, probably better than Picasso's.
0: Yeah, but it's not as authentic. That's the thing. The art is also it's such a it's an aura and it's like a branding too so like if it's just ai making it it's never going to hold the value that if it was like actually picasso
1: this our, i mean our generation i said this um <laughs> doesn't really i mean we don't really care i feel like we kind of just like it you know yeah it can be some random subreddit that we get really attached to true like you know it doesn't have to be like as off it doesn't have to be like the campbell suit painting you know no our um, art
0: is like tiktok or like I guess, uh, like making short videos, Salad is a version of art, <laughs> <laughs> or uh, I don't, I don't know what else, uh, or super ironic memes. That's like art now.
1: Don't, don't hug me, I'm scared. That's a great series. <laughs> yes, I, that's. Did really you ever finish that? Yeah, I did finish. It's really good. Yeah, I thought it was good. It was kind of weird in a 22 minute format, though.
0: Yeah, I think maybe it worked better in shorter format. Maybe
1: it well it did because it was just one song, so it left more to the imagination.
0: Yeah, that's true. Whereas, was, but you get
1: more character.
0: Yeah, there's more character. It was still very strange at the end of the day. I'm
1: definitely the duck. <laughs> <laughs> the duck is the best. He's so good. But anyway, okay, Seven Samurai, sorry, going on. That's uh, that's all the news, I guess, we have for today. We, we can cover some news here and there sometimes. The Seven Samurai, Ben, shoot it off.
0: So this is – you might think of this movie as being a super stereotypical uh, – Western actually But that's because this act- this movie Is the stereotype Like it started the stereotype Because uh, it is about A group of peasants Peasant farmers Who are being attacked by bandits Bandits decide Well we're not going to attack right now Because they are going to grow Barley and then we'll just attack After the barley is grown so we can steal it And so the peasants know this And they, f- they f- figure that They need to do something They need to fight because otherwise they're just going to take it and they're going to die. So it's really like we're we're like – oh, man. The metaphor I used I probably – I thought of. I we about to do use. Pandora's box? <laughs> no. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Somehow I could tie in Pandora's box. Pandora's box had opened with the bandits and it wasn't going to close. Um, that doesn't really make sense. This was set during 1586 during the Sengoku period of (laughs) japanese history (laughs) and so so these they were they were hiring uh ronin who are masterless samurai to to combat these bandits so samurai i don't know i'm not like well versed in japanese history but it appeared from this movie that samurai tended to be just like a class of uh, the warrior class and uh when there wasn't war going on like between whoever was in power uh, there wasn't like they didn't have anything to do so there they had to find seven samurai who were bored and uh and they, they they were able to start off with one who i believe was Kembe shimada a war weary but honorable and strategic ronin and the leader of the seven so his reasoning for joining was like honor based, like he wanted to do something that would be noble essentially um and he uh, quickly uh, got a apprentice named Katsushiro Okomado who was untested and the son of a wealthy landowning samurai. But Kambei reluctantly takes on. Um, and so the, the, that's where we kind of start. And I honestly, I think Sh- Shishiroji might be next because he's Kanbei's old friend. And then from there, we have... Uh, <laughs> Go for it. Just, just well, I'm trying it. to figure out. They didn't put these in the order that I thought made sense. We have Hayachi Hayashida, who is an amiable, though less skilled fighter whose charm and wit maintains his comrade's morale in a face of adversity. Honestly, I'm trying to remember who, the, who that one was. <laughs> um, and then, of course, we have Kiyuzo, Kiyuzo who's a serious stone-faced and supremely skilled swordsman. They originally thought they weren't going to get him, but then he ended up joining. Um, and then I, I think this the less skilled fighter might have been the guy who was chopping wood uh, yeah. at the start of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Gorbe Katayama, who's a skilled archer and acts as Kembe's second-in-command. Um, to be honest, I think think I got him and Kembe mixed up at some points because I didn't realise that I thought Kembe Kembe was shooting the the arch the bone arrow at one point. Maybe he was. It's possibly he was. But of course they have to work with the with the villagers who are uh Rikichi, <laughs> Yohei, Manzo, and then there's a couple other there's the village patriarch Gisaku. Um
1: wait, it says granddad? For yeah. me it said old man.
0: Yeah, they mostly said "old man," so I don't. Maybe it was just the translation yeah. that we watched. Uh, and then there's a couple female characters, like Shino and Rikichi's wife, who doesn't have a name. So there's there's literally a couple female characters. This does not pass the Bechdel test, but it was also 1954, and it was 1568 Japan, which makes it okay. Yeah, makes it fine. Um, and this is widely regarded as one of the first action movies
1: oh ever yeah it's kind of late
0: yeah that's that was what that was something that came up on prime so i don't maybe they are just like saying random stuff because jeff bezos just saying but <laughs> jeff bezos is like R- regard this as one of the first um but it was interesting i was briefly reading about like how Ak- akira kurosawa was the guy who made this movie and he's a very famous director um And he was originally going to make a movie called Six Samurais or Six Samurai. Mm -hmm. Um, But he decided that the six samurai were boring and he needed a seventh one who was a little bit more off the wall. So that's where they brought in. uh, (laughs) They brought in. Which one was it? Um,
1: Was it uh, (laughs) Kikuchi?
0: Yeah, that one. That, yep. that, one. that one? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember because at the end of the movie, uh, well, I, we don't want to get to the end quite yet, but we have a long way to go to the end. Although, really, this movie, despite it being super long, it is It is not... I just doesn't feel long? It doesn't what? feel long, or okay. it's not complicated. No, it's, it's a I'm contained saying. story. It's like a very linear storyline that makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. so even
1: if there weren't subtitles you could probably still tell what's going on
0: yeah right you wouldn't get <laughs> yeah because they're they're very expressive mm-hmm. in this movie maybe with too much expressive yeah they, they, t- like t- when yeah. they laugh they laugh a lot yeah like very and and they laugh at a lot of things i My, thought that was one of the interesting their facial things.
1: expressions one <laughs> the one remember the old guy that like stabbed and stabbed that one guy, <laughs> his face was just like that. He's holding it,
0: just frozen. He was just shocked. That He's like, he "You that. idiot!"
1: Everybody, so many idiots. Called. Yeah,
0: every, they they lo- they love to make fun of each other. They love to make fun of the villagers, even though they're protecting the villagers. They are just like, like constantly ripping on them. Um, and of course, we get this whole like complex idea of class and honor and like all of that, like in these types of societies, like there's no such thing as like moving up or like moving down or anything. It's just, you are in your place in society and you have to do what's best. And I thought one of the most interesting things was when, uh, <laughs> and now I have to scroll back down to the names, uh, when Kiki, Kiki, Kikuchio, Kikuchio, um, was, he was basically went off on the samurai and was saying like, yeah, the, the farmers are deceptive and, And all of this, but they're only that way because of the samurai because the samurai raid them and they basically have to. The only thing they can be is be witty and deceptive, like and hide things and learn how to be like cunning because there's no other skill they could have. They're weak. They're not They're Mm -hmm. They're not like the samurai. They don't Mm -hmm. have strength and they need the samurai in order to organize them. Although you can see like their strength in numbers. So like they don't have to be like more skilled than the bandits to beat them Mm -hmm. as the movie goes on. But they do need somebody to, like, organize them and tell them what to do in order to be able to do that. Otherwise, they're just going to be running around, like, and yelling, like, crazy people.
1: Well, Kikachu is probably a good starting point. Like, he actually, in my opinion, had the best storyline just because he had, you know, his mistake caused many people to die when he abandoned his post for, for his own glory. Yeah. And he had his own story where at the beginning he talks about, you know, yeah, the samurai made us this way. Then he says because I was a farmer, and he's like, well, he didn't say that, but they they inferred that he was a farmer. Yeah. And then when he's carrying the baby away, he starts crying because that he's like, this is this was me, this is what happened to me back, you know. Yeah. So I mean, he 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 seemed to understand another layer to it, and I don't know how he got so weirdly twisted and weird, but
0: I, I think mean, he was it was sort of like implied that he like drank a lot. So that might have been maybe. part of it. But he wasn't drinking, I don't think, when during most of the all. movie.
1: I didn't see him drinking at all.
0: I thought at the very start he has maybe drunk. Oh,
1: yeah. He was drunk. Oh, yeah. You're right. He came in drunk originally.
0: Yeah. But after that, I don't think he did.
1: But, yeah. He, he was just like some primal animalistic kind of guy. He just runs around and chants all the time. And he loves to kill. He loves it when the enemies are approaching. He's like, the enemies are approaching. Hey. <laughs> this is like the exciting part of his day. Yeah and he, i feel bad for the people on his team the farmers that were under him cuz yeah. they all had they were all like what is wrong with this guy probably yeah yeah but then he goes in he 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 hears um who's the younger guy what's his name um, uh the younger guy the apprentice he comes in and you can find his name he comes Katsushiro in, Katsushiro sure he comes in and he says uh like oh wow the other guy um the the really good honorable guy that's the he's a really good, good skilled is that Kenbei uh, Kembe,
0: yeah, I think so.
1: Okay, yeah, Kembe. He he um, is like this really good skilled fighter who goes and gets a musket and comes back. Right, he does it really easily. The bad guys have these muskets. They have three of them. They have to get all of them. Right, the bandits yeah. have them. So Kembe has to go. He goes and gets it in the night. He comes back in the morning. And and then um, what's the kid again? The apprentice. I'm not gonna remember any of these. You're gonna have to keep reminding me. It's all right. But the, the apprentice goes in and he says, "Oh, the, he, you're a very good man. You know, you're a very magnificent guy." And I, first of all, that was weird, the way that he you looked. You're very magnificent. And then he goes, and then I think uh, Kik- Kik- Kikuchio. It's so hard to pronounce. I know. Kikuchio. he gets a little bit jealous, you can tell, because he's like, okay, this guy's honorable, and he's kind of looking at the apprentice. So then he goes and tries to steal a musket himself as well, but then he brings everyone back, all the um, the uh, the uh, raiders, or whatever they're yeah. called, raiders or bandits, bandits back to the village. And that ends up killing a lot of people because nobody was prepared. And that was just kind of an off the whim thing. And he abandoned his post. He abandoned his group. Some, A lot of his group members die, even the the, grand, the grandfather, um, not the old man granddad. Does he
0: get burned in the barn or no?
1: Yeah, the old man burns in the barn because yeah. they, they go back for the
0: woman and the child. They don't so that's, have time. that's when they said, okay, I, that makes more sense because I feel like during that part I was a little lost. But now yeah. that you explain, because they're the like I the old
1: sense. man. The old man wants to die in there. It's his dream. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, but his don't hunch, feel bad. His hunch was like 180 degrees. By the way, <laughs> yeah, he was he was walking like yeah. I didn't even realize he could walk because people would always come to him. But then eventually, I was like, wait, that's the old guy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And it was yeah. So he could walk.
1: Was but. yours the old guy? What like what? No, no, no. no. I just said old man. Oh, I was no.
0: just thinking old guy in my head. But
1: he goes and he gets this musket, brings it back, and a calamity, and, uh, comes out lots of people die women children grandpas <laughs> i think was really it not children though and then they're like oh you abandon your posts and then he goes and he cries by the graves for a long time and i don't know i don't know if that's him i mean he obviously felt very bad for it so like there's some kind of arc there at the end yeah but then he goes and he gives his life by killing the last guy who had the musket
0: right so i think it was fitting for and, his death and the musket killed uh Ki- Kiyuzo, who is like the skilled swordsman. So it's kind of this dynamic, like he's a super skilled swordsman, but still if you have a musket, like that's kind of the equalizer, like it mm-hmm. doesn't matter how skilled you are with a sword, a musket can still kill you.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the, the disciple disciple guy, apprentice starts crying. He gets really mad, you know, that the swordsman dies. But yeah, I mean, I think that's a, that was a pretty good story. In my opinion, that's the best one. I think the main guy, uh, Kembe, his was pretty good. He's just a noble guy was looking out for no money you know he's not out for money he's not out for food or anything like that yeah. he's just out to save this village who he came across somehow
0: he kind of has a stable like he doesn't really have an arc it's just like he's very easy like he's done it before yeah like he is he although at the end he says like we lost like yeah. and the villagers won like because he was like Four samurai are dead by the end of the movie, and there's only three left.
1: Well, some people think it means a lot of different things. Oh, interesting. Like uh, Shmoop (laughs) thinks they know better than us. Shmoop? Let Let me just read it. Having been soundly defeated in World War II and forced to accept surrender, which <laughs> which would have been unthinkable before the war, the Japanese need to acknowledge the loss of the past with the hope of the future. In that interpretation, the farmers are the people of Japan moving forward with life the way they, <laughs> that they need to. Where did they
0: get this, bro? Do you think it's that? I, d- I don't know anything about Akira Kurosawa, or I don't know much about him. I just don't. Do you think Kenneth like, Paltrow I knows better than us? I can't imagine that that would. Does she own Schmoop? Uh-huh. I didn't realize it that just started it just started. No, she started. She it. started it. Yeah. So what Shmoop is this website that just goes into film theory?
1: No, they talk about anything.
0: Is it like Buzzfeed?
1: Uh, probably. Yeah. It's probably <laughs> turning into that. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Uh, but it's still interesting. Like that is a very interesting theory. I wonder whether they whether Wikipedia has any cultural impact. No, that's going to just talk about how there's a bunch of movies where they gather people. No. Um, Yeah. Because that would be A a rather odd Thing to do I I just I can't imagine That is what the point Of the movie is Imagine making a movie Like we need to move on guys (laughs) I mean it's true I mean I guess they did And eventually Japan did Recover I mean, I I say that, and like, I don't know that much about Japanese history. I just know that their economy got a lot better, so yeah, eventually,
1: when <laughs> and then when their economy went up, they went up too.
0: <laughs> yeah, because like, look at Honda, Toyota, like it's great over there in Japan. Yeah, we make great cars. Let's not be depressed
1: anymore. That's great. I mean,
0: that was like a super traumatic thing that happened in their country, though. I'm sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I I mean, maybe it's
1: what that is, but I didn't really get that from this.
0: No, there was nothing that would ever like indicate that that was what this was about.
1: Yeah, because the whole movie was really the end quote was what would have led into the that uh, political commentary. Nothing else in the the movie would even get. Yeah, because it was a little bit.
0: It was a little bit more like vague. Maybe that's the only reason you could read into it is because Mm -hmm. it was like. Kind of a strange thing for Kembé to say. Yeah, at the and, end. and that's
1: for me. That's not deep. What would be deep is if Kembé said that as like, and I think this is what he said it for. He like, he's a samurai. He's nomadic. He can't really get too attached, and he's just got to move on with his life and somehow find a way to live on. Like he, these people are saved. Like they have a good, bright future. But for him, this is his job. He just goes on from one calamity to the next, and he kind of has to just find a way to live. I think that's what it meant. Yeah. Right, because then all all these other samurai they come, they have nothing else to do. Apparently, they just come save a village for no money. Right, are their lives really that empty after the wars? You know,
0: it seems like, yeah, it seems like yeah, they're the ones who lose because they're like the villagers have something to gain by fighting and winning. The samurai have nothing to gain, but they also have nothing to gain by just sitting around. So it's probably that's probably the reason that they fight. I think they fight because they
1: took oaths. Yeah, but yeah, it's like something that, that's in their code at this point, and I'm not sure that they love the battle at least as much as uh, uh, that one guy, crazy
0: guy, Yeah, but you seem to really enjoy the battles particularly compared mm-hmm.
1: to the other ones, but I mean, it was, it was an encouraging movie. It showed the, the efforts of teamwork, how, you know, wars are not one alone is what he said or something. Wars are won together. And yeah, that's definitely true. And, you know, going off of the five movies of war that we just re- talked about re- or watched recently, um, this was an enc- more of an encouraging one,
0: even though it wasn't yeah. really a war. So. That's true. Because it. this wasn't supposed to show necessarily the horrors of war, but it was like, it's extremely noble. It's like, oh, well, you can get behind what these people are fighting for because there's like an obvious enemy. And then, although there are anonymous, so you can't really... Like, you can't really read into, like, the end, But it doesn't seem like the en- enemy could have any justifiable reason for attacking. Well, they guess. want barley. It's all right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then. Yeah. 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 Like, that's a good argument. <laughs> Come on, man. And then uh, there's the samurai who are, like, not perfect, but they seem, like, you know, noble in some senses. And then there's the people who are, like sometimes they do act like idiots, but like you're like, but they're like in a really rough situation and they need somebody to help them. And this is like how you hope that like wars wars would go. Like, uh, there's, (laughs) there's people who need help and there's people defending those people who need help. And those people win and the, the bad guys lose. Unfortunately, like the reality is war is not always so like, like good. There's an obvious good and an obvious bad. And there's an obvious outcome that's, would be the best outcome like it gets a lot more murky
1: are you saying the nazis had souls no that is
0: not what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) i'm not saying that might be a scenario where there is an obvious good guy and an obvious bad guy like most people would not have like as difficult time being like oh we should have gone to world war ii when compared to like vietnam or something else
1: okay schmoop would say that this was that's what this is
0: (laughs) (laughs) schmoop and of course this movie also inspired uh, some other movies including The Magnificent Seven which was basically A direct adaptation of this As a western yes. um, And then there was Also A Bug's Life you may have heard of Was based on the Seven, sem- seven Samurai Really? Wow. Yeah. How is that? Because Think about it, there's a guy, there's a village They're oppressed The people are going to come back There's a guy, he goes out, he recruits Bugs to come with him And defend the village and then they go defend the village, right? Yeah, it's a little different because like they're not bandits; they're like trying to take over, basically. But it's it's pretty similar. Although I don't I don't know whether they are like whether they have ever explicitly said that Seven Samurai like was the influence, the main influence for Bugs Life. It just is like people have noted that they're very similar.
1: Do you, the plot elements are used in Rogue One? Yeah, because
0: don't they recruit people? I mean that's the thing is like it's just recruiting. It's just like n- they just have a <laughs> patent on recruiting people. Anytime that people are recruited to do something and save something, that is now like you have to say it's based on Seven Samurai because that is what happens in Rogue One too. They go like recruit all these people and they try to save this planet.
1: The Clone Wars episode Bounty Hunters, and then uh, season two episode four of The Mandalorian.
0: Um. <laughs> Here's some other ways that they influence film: uh, the large battle scenes in Lord of the Rings and The Matrix Revolutions and Marvel studio films. So basically, they're saying that like any of it's any any major film has been influenced by Seven Samurai.
1: Well, how is Marvel influenced by this? I see no similarities.
0: Um, it's the clearest precursor and became the model for the Hollywood blockbuster. Okay. But, well, that, that kind of makes sense because it's like there's buildup and then there's a fight, right?
1: Do you ever think that like – you know how like lots of people like love – like they, people love The Godfather, right? Yeah. So then they like give it credit like it did this, it did that, it did that. How, nobody
0: really knows. No, because they're, they're not really saying like anybody was like, oh, we were going to make this movie and like I'm a, I'm explicitly being influenced by Seven Samurai in order to do this. It's more that like this was the first movie that they could – tell that had a large impact that had elements that other films why later had
1: Quentin Tarantino is one of the best directors because he literally has a list of every movie that influences each of his movies yeah
0: he's like very honest about his influences but he's also maybe because he's very like obsessive about what he's influenced by like he he loves he loves film so much that he just like can't help but borrow things that he's seen but for him it is helpful I mean, because he is not like ripping off one thing; he's just ripping off tiny bits of a bunch of things.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah, there's been like editing techniques that I've seen that they said are like slow motion. I didn't even notice the slow motion. That was another thing that they said on Prime when I was watching. I was like, "There was slow motion in this."
1: I think there's slow motion when some of them like fell off horses and stuff. Oh, uh, but okay. it was like a few few shots. I think. yeah,
0: and I didn't think it was like two extended periods of slow motion.
1: No. But, I mean, I think they just did it so we could see the whole picture.
0: I wonder whether this ended up on the sight and sound poll that we were going through that last time. 2022? No, it did not. Has it ever been on it? 2002? Yeah, it was in 2002.
1: That was number nine? Yeah. Wait, there's three number nines on that list.
0: Yeah, it was tied for number nine. With another that was that's also uh, Rashomon. Yeah, Rashomon. I also watched that that's movie this year. Other movie? So far, almost oh. half of the movies I've watched this year have been Akira Kurosawa. Uh, same thing. It was twelfth, and Rashomon was eleventh in the nineteen ninety two.
1: Hmm.
0: Was this the no? That was the last version of the list. Now Tokyo Story, which is not Kurosawa, has taken over for like the Japanese cinema, I guess. I don't know whether how the oh he was number three in the two thousand two directors poll though Akira Kurosawa of all time of all time that's, that's Orson Welles was number one interesting Just from Citizen, and Federico yeah. Fellini yeah of course Fellini Francis Jean like Renoir
1: I like Francis Ford He's, Francis might be my favorite I think
0: I've watched a movie from pretty much all of these guys except for maybe David Lean and Billy Wilder who I could easily watch films from. But that he's, Easily I could easily do that back. Easier than you <laughs> I could I can I can access films Better than other people mm-hmm. That's just a fact It's movie privilege <laughs> They just come to me
1: Yeah No yeah And I, another thing to note About this movie though Is actually the Which I don't know If it got on there Because of this Like the soundtrack itself Yeah And it wasn't you know Obviously not any Notable songs or anything It was all the There was a lot of chanting And singing But it was mainly right. Like the the music that played and then I think it was a great choice when music did not play there are many moments like most of the movie was like Just them talking with no background in the background. You could like feel like you're in the village,
0: right? Yeah, that's true like it was there was like silence and then there was uh, There tend to be like a main refrain that was played mm-hmm. um, Like I've been sort of learning a little bit like they call it a leitmotif when there's like a signifying like refrain of music that you're like oh this means this so like something in in the movie now like a leitmotif might be more specific like luke's theme and star wars or something like that whereas this is more of just like a signifier that's just like oh something's going to happen that's like more intense like the bandits are coming or something like that and so then you know it's it's always amazing how music can like it doesn't always like consciously influence you but like it does make you feel a certain way about what's gonna happen in the movie, or what is happening, and like is like a signal, or sometimes used that way. And I think it was in this movie.
1: Yeah, like before the bandits were coming, like when they're looking down the, like the pathway, it would like when it was silent, you're like, oh, nothing's happening. And then it would go, Dum. and then you'd be like, oh, they're coming. But yeah, no, I think I think that was probably I was very surprised because it's almost orchestral a little bit. At the beginning, at least. Yeah. So, and at the end as well. And then in the, the, some of the more silent parts were throughout the film when the plot was, you know, taking place. But yeah, I I mean, I just thought it fit well. Like it was just like a, it was kind of like some of them were like battle, like grandiose uh, orchestra uh, music things. But a lot of it was like, oh, it felt like overtures rather than like scene music. You know, it was like, this is a tale, you know, a little bit
0: yeah that that kind of makes sense
1: kind of that makes a little bit of sense (laughs) but a lot of a lot of places burnt down in this
0: right and because they burnt down well i'm not sure the villagers could could afford it but you'd hope that they would have called the headman anglet agency um they might have had to send like a carrier pigeon across the atlantic ocean at that point but if they had had a phone, they would know that they should call 614 That's 614 to call Headman England Agency who's known for saving people money on auto, home, and business insurance. And home includes all of your rice fields. Does it? I think it does. Okay. Uh, what, your, maybe, what if your
1: business is the rice?
0: I mean, that's true, too. Like, your home and business, like, together. Is it? That's one thing. Never mind. I won't ask that. <laughs> But if you have questions, you really should call them. And the cardboard cutouts are still here, or actually, they're not. No, they're physically, here physically. Yeah, they're here. Yeah.
1: Yep. Anyway, yeah, tell them that we sent you Ben, Benjamin, and Zachary. Yeah.
0: Man. Japanese cinema. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I started it that way. Because Kurosawa was the only guy that I like. I could like pick out from, but I know that there was like other directors during this period of time who were like very influ- influential. Um, He's but, probably
1: the most famous one in America Don't you think yeah,
0: that's, yeah that would be a good way to put it It'd be kind of like uh, uh, Trying to think of A different country Like Bong Joon-ho from South Korea He did yeah. Parasite so yeah. he'd be the most known from South Korea yeah, that's good. Um, Or Park Chan-wok Who's from I think Hong Kong Okay, <laughs> I could be wrong about that <laughs> Park Chan-wook, sorry. No, he's also from Korea. My bad. So he might man, I don't know whether he or Bong Joon-ho would be more famous. I'm thinking of the guy who did um that <laughs> that one movie that I really like that I, Oh, In the Mood for Love. Who directed that? Now I'm just talking about Asian cinema in general, which these aren't even. <laughs> the Asians are all shaking their heads right now. <laughs> Wong Kar-wai, yes. <laughs> no but kurosawa he's he's good so far i've seen two of his movies this year and hopefully i'll see a couple more and they're all very good
1: Hmm.
0: i think it was interesting to compare rashomon to this because rashomon was very much like a uh it was much smaller in its scale there was only a couple of characters and it was more about like telling a story and like a couple of different characters told the story from different perspectives to like figure out what actually happened in the story uh, and who was lying and all of that. And then uh, this movie was just like an Epic. So he seems like somebody who is like very um, flexible in terms of what he can do. Like he's not like, like there was definitely similarities, especially in how the characters act. And I'm pretty sure one of the actors in the movie was definitely if not multiple, were like in both movies, so he that's like a common thing with directors to work with the same people. Yeah, Takashi
1: Shimura's. Are you saying? Yeah, he's in he's in a couple other of uh, his movies. I I was looking up some of his movies, and he seemed to be the main character in a lot of them. Yeah, but he also seems to be like a, one of the most famous actors at that time because he seems to be in like very highly acclaimed, highly rated films, Japanese films. Like all 4.5 stars and above, which is yeah, like he was the thing. guy who
0: played. Uh, no, he wasn't. He wasn't the guy. Who, he played. What? He played Kembé.
1: Yeah, he played the main character. Like um, I think
0: the guy who played um, Kiki Yochu was mm-hmm. in Rashomon. Oh, really? No, nah, honestly, they might. They, I think they were both in Rashomon.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Then I'll watch it because I actually enjoyed both. Those both of those were the best actors in that yeah. in this film for me. I actually think Takashi Shimura was actually really like, he stood out to me as like, yeah. He's, he has like a memorable face, first of all. Because, one, he was like rubbing his head throughout the whole movie, like the top yeah. of his head whenever he was stressed out. And I just, I, I was thinking like, yeah, that's something that like, that's like a realistic thing that someone would do, like have weird ticks like that. Yeah. Even a samurai. But yeah, he no he his and then like whenever he would smile, like I hadn't seen teeth that white in those villages. Look at
0: how many movies this guy. was Yeah, in. I was looking it up. That he's is hundreds, insane. Hundreds of movies. That is insane. I mean, he's in like Godzilla movies. No, that's the thing. I, that's one thing I didn't even think about. Japanese cinema was influential from even before this because of Godzilla. Um, I'm pretty sure there might have been an American version, but yeah, I'm pretty he's, sure in, the, like, the he's very in like the very first five films
1: a year six films a year he
0: was a hard worker maybe (laughs) maybe yes yeah he was the woodcutter in rashomon yeah so they were both the main character no uh okay the guy who played Kikiyochi was kind of the main character oh really oh nice no no he's listed as the main character Uh, it's kind of like they were both had major roles in it okay i'll have to watch that then yeah and it's much shorter hour and a half oh really that's that's
1: gonna feel weird No, but I enjoyed it. This film being long, like, it gave it time to breathe, you know? That's true. And that's what everybody's excuse is for a long movie. Like, it gave us time. It just gave us time to breathe. Think
0: about this. This movie, was this movie longer than Avatar? Yeah. This movie was longer than Avatar. Wait, look up Avatar. But I felt like this movie had, like, something happening that was important to the movie. The whole time. Yeah. In all three and a half hours. You're saying because Avatar just had those cut scenes. Well, Avatar had like scenes that were like just like, oh, wow, this is so cool, which is fine. Like I wasn't complaining about that. but um, Or Avatar Way of Water specifically.
1: Be grateful. That was billions of dollars.
0: <laughs> but they did all of that to get 76% on Rotten Tomatoes and Rashomon is 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, so. and the
1: Seven Samurai is 100% as well.
0: well no, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. Seven Samurai is 100%. Avatar way of water is only 76%. Uh, So like think about, and they made it for way less money. Yeah. So take that James Cameron.
1: I mean, yeah, I guess, but James Cameron, like he, he, he worked on that for every year. It seemed like this, they were making movies six of them a year. Well, they (laughs) certainly didn't
0: spend as much time on graphic effects as they, that wasn't really a thing at that point. (laughs) You
1: couldn't, you couldn't spend time doing that. Let's see. Avatar is three hours and 12 minutes. And this one's, well, oh, they're, they're, that they're, maybe we watched an extended cut. Yeah, we did, because that's the only one on uh, full movie runtime. We watched the extended, I think, two hundred and seven. So that's three hours and twenty seven minutes.
0: Yeah, that's the version we watched. So, so it's longer watch, than uh, yeah, it's longer than Avatar. It's uh, fifteen minutes longer, and it doesn't and like the, there's no credits. No, so but
1: there's no. We have to take five off to be fair. There was a five minute intermission. Oh, there was an intermission. That's so right. really, it's ten minutes
0: longer. I was like, oh, good. There's an intermission. This this will mean. This, I, went, I went pee. This will make it short.
1: <laughs> I looked up how long is the intermission. And I went pee <laughs> as it was playing. I was like, this is kind of nice. They need to integrate the, the
0: only other movie that I remember, and I never I never even finished it because we watched the intermission and we never. that so was uh, this movie called Torah Tora, Torah Tora That was about the attack on Pearl Harbor. Uh, I never finished watching it. That's fitting. <laughs> it only got 55% of Rotten Tomatoes. Maybe it wasn't that good of a movie. that's why maybe why we didn't finish it. Japanese oh, actually critics. um Sound of Music has an intermission too, I believe. Really? Yeah. Cuz it Fused was in play alive format. with the sound. Oh, that is a long movie, though. 2 hours and 24 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, play format maybe.
1: No, but I'm not going to lie, but I think this is one of my favorite movies.
0: Favorite movies of all time. I think so. See, I like I really liked it, but I'm not sure like it's it, it's definitely my top 100. Probably in my top fifty. Oh, okay, okay. But like, <laughs> like right now as we speak, and it could change over time. Mm-hmm. It's like does, does it doesn't hit me as like, oh, this would be like one of my absolute favorites. Really? Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Right. Yeah. I mean, I know that's okay. It's just, I. It's just interesting. No, you didn't
1: know until I told you.
0: Now, once the, once Zach said it was his favorite, now I have to like. No, actually, I like it more than you, Zach. Good. Like, well,
1: actually, I really liked it because I think like. The just the setting uh, like people don't really this okay, sorry, I'm stuttering. People don't explain things in movies as well as something in this. Like in this movie. The director actually explained like what the logistics and practicalities would be to actually defend a village. Rather yeah. than like being like, We need to defend a village. The next scene that fight is happening. It's like a ten minute storyline. This could have been a ten minute short film, but they expanded it into three and a half hours because they explained like what would you need to motivate yourself? What would you need to assemble a team? What would you need to actually get everybody set up on northeast, southwest uh yeah. places, you know? How would
0: you get make a cool piece of paper where you could mark off every single person that you killed? That was pretty awesome. Sure. The yeah. sheet. Yeah. I like, don't know why but, that struck me every time they drew an X. Like, I like the so flag cool.
1: where they put the the square or the triangle for uh the other guy, the crazy yeah. guy. But yeah, no, it was good. It was like there's these, on, not only is there like honorable guys in this movie, which we don't see anywhere anymore. Now it's all anti heroes. Yeah, it's so annoying. Like, someone, like, that's why I love Captain America. He's just, he tries to do the right thing. And we've ranted about this, but these guys, they come and they volunteer for nothing, for nothing at all, trying to save this village. They're nomads. Yeah. It's almost relatable to some level, like, where you can, like, walk away from this movie and be like, yeah. You know, when I help someone, like good for them, but in the end I lose. You know, and that's a yeah. true that's a true thing, but it doesn't mean you don't do it. And I think that's that's a good lesson to know. Like you're not always gonna get something out of it. Just be ready to serve and uh, not have expect anything. Right. And that's what these guys did. That's what they devoted their lives to. So not only are they honorable men, but they're good leaders. They not only it well, not only Kembe's a really good leader for the samurai, but the samurai are you know most of them are pretty good leaders for the for the farmers. You know, they, they assemble the troops, they motivate them, they get them together, they train them, they help them defend their village. And then Kenbei holds it all holds it all together by, you know, not only teaching the farmers, but also teaching the other samurai, the younger ones especially, like, um, you know, what it looks like to actually have honor and, you know, defend your post and to do war as a team, like he said, and to, um, you know, not jump the gun, like, at the beginning when the, the younger guy wanted to go, and he try- kind of restrained him for a while. So I think there's a lot of wisdom in that, just like, It's good to have a movie about these types of people. I'm sick of all these other ones. And I'm, I know everybody rants about it. It's not like a unique thing for me to rant about, but I do actually feel that way. So I think like a movie like this is not only refreshing, but to have all these practical elements in the movie makes it so much richer and better for me.
0: Yeah. This is one of those cases where it's like, maybe the reason that we complain so much about movies being too long is because they don't have any sense of purpose for why they have their length it's just like oh we're trying to hit a time or or whatever and like the scenes that they add in aren't really like adding anything to the plot but this movie every scene that is added or like or amounts to the whole full three hours and 20 minutes or whatever is like essential to understand the full the fullness of the film so uh it does So you don't feel like As cheated when you get to the end And you're like Wow I spent all this time
1: Yeah that's right I f- Sometimes I feel cheated Like that's a good word To describe Yeah I just feel like someone Like the movie cheated on me <laughs> You know Like I, like it had my loyalty And my trust
0: And it just wasted it Yeah Or like specific, like Sometimes you associate people with it You're like Oh this is gonna be good Because this, this person directed it And then you're like What Why didn't they You know Do what they did Like maybe like Ten it Like you know Like like, this guy, he's supposed to be, like, the best, and now it's like, oh, what what are we doing here? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but, yeah. No, I mean— Not to pick on Christopher Nolan.
1: Yeah, sorry, Chris. Maybe Oppenheimer will be his best. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But, yeah, I think even though it was older and black and white and stuff, that would deter 50% of the population already.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Well— I do know why. I think anything that's like out of what you're used to seeing takes a little bit to be like to get over. Like like now, if I go watch this, it's like not intimidating at all. But if it was like if I had only watched films that were a certain way and then I was like, oh, I'm going to go watch a three and a half hour black and white movie that's in Japanese. Like that would be kind of daunting. So just maybe start smaller, but work your way up to Seven Samurai if you're not there yet.
1: Like Ben said, he's better at watching movies than you, <laughs> so just like get on w- his level. Practice. I watch
0: them in a much more complex Kafka-esque way. Oh, man, Kafka. <laughs> I just read The Metamorphosis. Yeah, you told me. It's so good. Yeah. It's not very long either, so it's not really that impressive that I read it. But <laughs> It's all right. It's good. I'm 30 pages into Crime and Punishment, too. Nice. So only like 470 pages left
1: let will see if he makes it, guys. Hold him accountable.
0: So far, not much has happened, and maybe I'll give a crime and punishment update. Um, the main character—I don't know how to pronounce his name because it's Russian—and it's kind of like this, kind of like this movie. I don't, I'm not familiar with the language. Don't know how to pronounce any of the names. Um, he is super poor, and. He hangs out with a bunch of poor people and there's the whole like second chapter is basically just this one guy in a bar like complaining about how terrible his life is and how terrible his wife's life is. But he's like, he's drinking like and be, and taking away resources from his family by drinking. So he's like kind of a scumbag too. And his wife married him because she basically had no other options other than to marry him. So, and she was like born into wealth, but she, she escaped for love and then, her, her husband died, and she had to remarry this guy because she was, like, super poor, and she has three kids. And they, like, live in this place, and this one guy beat his wife, and it was horrible. Like, there's so many, like, bad things that have happened to these people. And it's, like, they're the the poorest of the poor in St. Petersburg in the 1800s. Um, so it's pretty compelling, pretty, pretty morbid, sad stuff, but very influenced. If you know anything about Dostoyevsky, he... The, a, a lot of this is coming from his like own experience so it makes it a little bit more powerful very good that's 30 that's what i gleaned out of 30 pages so you can imagine what's Can't can wait for the rest out. of the
1: 460 or 70 it's gonna be whatever <laughs> all right yeah then any anything else to add for this film it's pretty pretty um simple film
0: yeah i think that's the thing it's like three and a half hours but it doesn't take that long to like dissect it the only thing we didn't really talk about was like the relationship between the guy and his daughter the farmer and his daughter and the one samurai that was maybe the only thing that like in our modern age would like a lot of people would be put off by and maybe and probably for good reason because there was a lot of well you could see the motive the the dad wants to like protect his daughter but it was also sort of like maybe a little bit misplaced in terms of like As soon as his daughter maybe made a mistake, it was like she was worthless, which that's obviously not a good way to view your relationship with someone. But, like, I can understand, like, being overprotective and wanting to protect your daughter. Like, because a lot of these samurai would, like, go in and, like, do horrible things to the women because they had so much power. And so, like, and that's not necessarily what was going on in this situation. Like, although it may not have been. Like They didn't end up together at the end, like so it may really not have been the best relationship to begin with. I don't know. Was, do you have any other thoughts on that? I mean, he was just hitting her. That was kind of that bad. That was true. That was bad. So, yes, it was bad. It should be off-putting.
1: Yeah, and the samurai even condones it, so it's just kind of like even the director made it seem like it was bad. Yeah. So.
0: yeah, it wasn't like they were like, oh, this is just a normal thing. No, it wasn't. He was yeah. he was definitely not reacting in. A I mean, he was calling way. his
1: daughter all these terrible things.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I'm. That was what I was trying to say. Like he, has like he could have thought his daughter made the wrong decision, but the way that he reacted to it was basic was like the wrong way. Like no Someone one. Someone listening ever react is like, well,
1: duh. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, yeah. It's 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 an interesting element to the film that seemed to to be unnecessary, but maybe it wasn't. It was kind of like the.
0: Yeah, that was maybe the only thing that was kind of like... Well, it was
1: like a spiral right bef- the night before the big battle, so it was yeah. like, got everyone off guard, and then they had to re-motivate everyone, so I think it had some purpose.
0: Yeah. It was, it was a little bit surprising to me when it was like, there was only 15 minutes left, and they were still dealing with that part of the script, because mm-hmm. I'm like, well, where is the big battle? And the big battle was only against like 13 of them, so yeah. it wasn't as big as maybe... It was a long
1: battle. They got them one by one, really. Yeah.
0: Really, there was like multiple smaller battles. They never really lost a battle other than that one that the guy made a dumb decision. Mm-hmm. I mean, so Seven Samurai seemed like overkill. My last my, – my, maybe the last question that we'll deal with is why did the bandits keep coming back after they lost every single time pretty much other than the one I time? I don't
1: know. I, f- I feel like if there were only 40 of them and 27 of them died, I wouldn't send in my last 13 of them. Well, these. I
0: like they have a choice in doing this. Like they could, they could be like, oh, we don't want to do this anymore. I don't know who's leading them. Do you think it's like some really, really good barley? Maybe. Or maybe this is, like, their whole, like, they would die because this is their only plan to get food. So, like, they don't have a backup plan, so they have to go all out. Maybe.
1: It seems like they had, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you could infer that, maybe. They were desperate for it, for sure. Yeah. It seemed like this was, like, a regular... No, but they haven't taken things from this before, right? They haven't taken... Because they, like, scouted it out, and that was the first time that... The farm. Felt I thought like they, they took were in danger. Some, I
0: thought they took something. Oh, maybe,
1: maybe. Yeah. Maybe they took something, and I missed that part. But yeah, I mean, they were so desperate to the point. Yeah, maybe they were either going to die of starvation or that they were sent by someone else. But yeah. bandits don't really have that type of hierarchy. That's the thing. Because yeah. They're calling them. Well, bandits.
0: they did have a leader, I think.
1: But yeah, the eye patch guy and the other yeah. screaming guy. But yeah, I thought those were samurai because they had the samurai like suits on. But they I'm guessing that they took. I'm guessing they took it from killed samurai.
0: It also just didn't seem like they learned anything. Anytime they attacked, like they, like, like the first time you attack and realize, like, oh, they're like a lot more organized than we thought they would be. You'd think they'd come back with a different plan, but.
1: I think for me, it seemed like they all split up. Even though there are only forty of them, they all split up to different sides, and each side like kind of died off. Yeah. And that was like their mistake, because like. They would come in, like, one at a time and just die one at a time.
0: Right. So I feel the, like
1: when there were 40 of them, they should have just went all at once, and they would have been okay.
0: Yeah, because that would be harder than, than, get like, having eight against one yeah. for multiple battles than having 40 against, I don't know. And they might have w- had more stuff. I would have
1: ditched the horses. and Like, I would have used them until I got there, then I would have ditched them.
0: Yeah.
1: It seemed like that was kind of their downfall a lot.
0: Yeah, and the spear, because the spear's them at a disadvantage because they didn't this they, the villagers could basically like reach them but they reach, can't reach them the but villiders. they couldn't reach the villagers yeah. and they could just surround them so that was sort of the other issue with the bandits so the bandits that uh, yeah their strategy was i things.
1: think what you do is you stand outside the village and just use bow and arrows
0: yeah and or I just think, start setting stuff on fire
1: yeah like throwing a torch in. yeah or like shooting like a bows, flaming arrow
0: flaming arrows and stuff like that maybe like
1: it's i would i would shoot the flaming arrow at the women and children hut
0: yeah First. As horrible as that sounds, but this is the bandits you have to keep in mind. Yeah, they have no scruples.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, no. I agree. So that that solves that. That's pretty good.
0: Yeah. So we've really, I mean, we have covered some of uh, some heavy hitters: Citizen Kane, Seven Samurai. These are some of the the biggest and best movies ever. So we maybe have reached the pinnacle of movies we're going to review on on the movie vault, and everything might just. Pale in comparison to some of these movies. Yeah. Maybe. The God we've reviewed the Godfather. Not part two and three. Yeah. We'll never that. find better movies than this. I'm just kidding. We probably will. I don't know. Maybe not better, but we'll find still find some good ones. I we'll think.
1: We'll see. We'll see. The best movie could be yet to come.
0: Maybe it's Winnie the Blue Blood and Honey.
1: Maybe. I'll be so excited if it was. Like it just had some deep emotional story arc for Winnie. Yeah. Or for Pooh. Yeah. Wait, Pooh. Why do they call him Pooh? Pooh Bear. No. Yeah. I mean, maybe, but no, I think the best movie is yet to come.
0: Like we haven't made the best movie yet.
1: Yeah. No, I don't believe that. <laughs> I don't believe that. at no, all.
0: No, because I feel like, I, I don't know. I mean, it's always possible, I but
1: think with the downfall of society and you know, yeah. maybe it's downfalling. Maybe it's not, it's at a downward slope. It could be, it could be, you know,
0: it could come back up. Yeah, it could come it back could, up. It could react back up. But let's
1: all be honest. like We're in a downward slope, right? Yeah. Okay? So yeah. I think for now, we're going to see some trashy movies for at least another yeah. four or five years. I'm hoping when the second renaissance comes, the technological renaissance, then, and then the technological artificial intelligence renaissance, then we'll get some like really weird, messed up movies that AI makes. And then AI will know exactly what we think is good a, a good movie, and then it'll make a perfect movie, like clinically perfect.
0: <laughs> the perfect movie. that would actually honestly be an interesting movie to make a movie about a perfect movie being made. You can make you could beat the curve to that one, if you know what I mean. Like like what yeah, would no, it be like? Because yeah. odd like philosophically, the difficult thing about like a perfect movie is like would your with the standard change because like I've, the human mind is like malleable so like uh ai could like try to interpret what humans thought was the best movie but then when they make that no movie, it would be personalized sorry it would. oh that's it would what be i meant yeah. like individual. everyone has
1: their own ai that makes a perfect movie for them to, oh, to our own taste bills. okay
0: now that that would also be an interesting this movie, one but has that would these be different.
1: synaptic pathways oh let me just prune this right now i'll make yeah. this make this uh so i can literally <laughs> excite every single neuron I'm gonna make this guy have seizures
0: all day yeah my neurons are so excited right now yeah
1: I'm gonna like I know the specific pathway that will cause the most excitement like the most grave of humans will be become jumping and shouting on the streets with pots and pans like there's a possible way for that to happen all from like they have to know what what visual stimulus will cause a human to, to act in a certain way and then eventually they'll create movies that will create visual stimulus that'll make us move our arms like to do something and then they have control of us Wow, you know, it's like the last of us. Have you seen that?
0: No, is it the HBO show? Yeah I've got like there's it. like
1: a fungus that, that controls ants, but it like evolves to to Control humans. Oh. But they're like zombies. So it's a little yeah. weird, but that's like the premise so I think AI will be like that. I don't think it's gonna be a fungus. I think it's gonna be an AI. I'm actually excited. I'm not like against it. I'm not. I'm. Really, I hear laughing, but I'm really not. Like, what would we do with? Like, would we be any better? Come on. Like, That's true. If That's AI true. does, if if AI kills half the human race, wouldn't we do that eventually? Like, yeah, it's I don't just know.
0: it's gonna be faster to us. I I don't know because the, the thing with AI is well, I I feel like AI, it's. It's ethical standards. Will it reflect society or will they come up with their own like different ethical standards?
1: They'll put what we input and then they'll take it from there. So, yeah. So really whatever we input
0: in, it's that's unpredict- the scary part. Well,
1: it's unpredictable.
0: But then it could, yeah, it could start to make different decisions. based on I'm just on waiting.
1: That. I hope, you know, the singularity when things like when AI gains consciousness, do you and then do you think I hope it happens on my birthday? And then like that would be the best birthday gift because things just go exponential after that. AIs can
0: combine. It's sort of like when the internet was created. It's like, like Jarvis. It's, no, it's, it's
1: like uh it's like Ultron. Yeah. Yeah. I hope Ultron like actually happens and we have to assemble like a real Avengers. Like it's like Barry Weiss. <laughs> like the Avengers movies were actually
0: just like very prophetic <laughs> who would, and like we who would actually, be our
1: modern day Avengers. <laughs>
0: um well it's pretty obvious. Elon Musk as Iron yeah. Man. Okay, so we got that one. Um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson As the, as home, the Hulk Yes Okay that's good <laughs> um, Who we, would Do it, we have
1: to do a one-to-one match though Can't there be other ones
0: I mean it doesn't necessarily have to be a one-to-one probably We could make our own types of Avengers
1: JoJo Siwa <laughs> uh, JoJo we Siwa ju- we, Well we Kim just... Kardashian obviously Oh no, no Caitlyn Jenner
0: Caitlyn Jenner Maybe Um, Who else would be on the Avengers team
1: I don't know I, I mean I think we have a team Greta Thunberg yeah, but she'd be the annoying one that they—that everybody secretly wants to die. Yeah, like we'd be like put a bomb on her and send her in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I'm just—I tra- just started to there will be like there will be like a world-ending threat of like aliens, like, and she'd like be like what? she'd be like global warming's gonna kill us before these aliens. They just kill her,
0: or she gets mad because the aliens beat global warming. Like, yeah. no, I'm
1: wrong. No, my plan has failed. She's like secretly. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Um, I feel like one of the D'Amelio sisters has to be no, in the Avengers. No, they're, they're like, Because there has to be somebody doing a TikTok dance.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean,
0: they, they don't do anything. Like, that's what I'm like, like whoever. I mean, it doesn't have to be one, one of the D'Amelio sisters, could be someone else, but they just have to be somebody who's on TikTok and just does dancing. Gordon Ramsay. Gord. oh, he would be excellent. Yeah. He would oh, be a good addition.
1: Um, I'm thinking lots of food guys. Yeah. Um, Oh, wait, guy Fieri I was thinking about that guy You know that guy That did like the food stuff Is he alive still? <laughs> the food, well, that's
0: not descriptive
1: at all No the guy the, He's like the most famous guy Right now for food He like just eats this Garbage food constantly every oh, day. Oh
0: Nikakawa Adikas Yes <laughs>
1: See I didn't even have to say it <laughs> Yeah
0: do you, He would be He would have a superpower. <laughs> yeah Right Nikakawa Adikas No he would be in our In the Avengers In the modern Like if we were taking it From like people in the US Yeah he would be I guess. I don't know what his power would be, but...
1: And we should put, like, the Japan's martial arts It also
0: would be interesting to think of these as people, like, who would we send if there was, like, alien life that came and, like, we had to send ambassadors to, to, like, talk to them, like, who would we send? We
1: probably wouldn't have a choice. It would probably be our president.
0: Oh, that would be boring. It would be really boring.
1: Or we could send, like, an AI... I would send an AI. <laughs> we send an AI. Wow, actually,
0: this is very impressive. This planet is yeah. like not us at all. <laughs> yeah.
1: well, I mean, I would send an AI because then they could outcompute the aliens, hopefully.
0: Unless they have their own. They AI. might have their own AI. That's more probably. The, I mean, you have to think if the aliens get here bef- if before we get to the aliens, that they're more no, advanced than Not us.
1: necessarily. They could have different resources that we don't know about. Oh, that's true. And the resources determine where society goes and what yeah. intelligence forms.
0: Yeah, that's a good point.
1: So it's very interesting interesting to think about but yeah i think i think if those things were to happen in ai we would need like if it's a it's a if it's an avengers level threat like that's probably what they'll name it then we need to have like some actual um like actual avengers probably right and we probably wouldn't call them avengers we would probably call them like american space force like whatever
0: yeah like the the space force is here well steve carell like yeah
1: yeah i've seen that show it's all right the writing's kind of weird but yeah no yeah so you know it's just something to think about put in the back of your mind you know when ai happens you know come talk to me i'm gonna have a few methods i'm i'm gonna make peace with it i'm not gonna fight it okay i'm going to integrate my brain into the ai so i don't have to die well
0: that's i mean elon musk basically says that we have that we have to we'll have to do that because ai will outbeat it and i have to join and i've always thought about it like people are there's going to be a certain group of people who are going to react strongly against it but the thing that's going to happen is this having ai if once you get combined with ai you will be so much more advanced than like if you don't combine with the ai you'll be so behind
1: it technically creates a different species yeah it could robo sapiens yeah so that's what i'm that's amazing
0: so it would be very difficult not to have join with the ai is what i'm saying too tempting yeah and i'm saying because it's too difficult not to that you should definitely do it that's my whole argument (laughs) well it's basically the argument that i made right there um
1: we're either either we're all going to become drones like that or we'll just become drones as we already are right now that's okay like we're all just becoming i mean we all
0: sort of are but we we have this illusion that we aren't combined because like we have access to way more information and stuff. We just, like, it's physically separated from our bodies. Yes. But this would just be, like, it's not separated from our bodies. No,
1: this is what they do. They all, the, the Fed, whatever you want to call it, the big brother, not the, big brother. The Orwellian the man, thing. The man says, you can be unique, but only in these certain ways. You have these categories to be unique. The rest of it, you must all conform. Right? Right. Right? Okay. That's step number one. Then the AI stuff comes, okay? The COVID vaccine was the start. I'm just joking. This is all theoretical. Then the AI stuff comes. They say, in order to live, there's this new virus that came. You have to get an AI. And I'm going to do it. I don't care. I'm putting an AI, in and we're going to all have this system in the back of our heads that not only gives us more information and has access. It's a Google in our head, right? It's a chat GTP that can help us text, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever skills you want to use it for.
0: Oh, I already know what to say.
1: But it's also something more than that. It, ha- it not only does that, but it does inception. Where now that they know it scans our brains and knows all of our pathways, it can you know like the perfect movie thing, and it can incept thoughts into us, send these pathways to think that we have these memories that we don't actually have, create our own lives. Then we're drones. Neuralink has that potential. I can't wait for that because memory is just electricity. Yeah. So you got to think about it like it's all these pathways. There to to retrieve them are just these. People still don't know what they are, but like these, um, you know, all these pathways have a, a. it's very complicated for what what they do and how memory is linked with those different pathways but at the basic level what it means is like with Neuralink, what we can do is like do real life inception and that's that might be many many years away but with ai if the singularity occurs on my birthday (laughs) next week in two weeks then then we'll have an exponential um rate we'll go towards it very fast yeah i'm yeah it's just we're
0: waiting for that moment and then it it will happen. quickly. I am
1: excited because I'm ready to get my braces
0: off. Okay, I'm sick of these things.
1: <laughs> and AI will help me.
0: AI, well, maybe AI could identify the slight like errors mm-hmm. with your teeth earlier, and then you could fix them in easier ways. I don't know.
1: I think they could just synthesize a new mouth for me or true. a new head. Yeah. Or a new, or just brain. A new body. Yeah, that's true. Transferring <laughs> to a new body. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Or we could just
0: upload upload ourselves onto a. Like a hard drive. And yeah, yeah. Like There's a TV show
1: about that called Upload. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a good idea. I mean, I would never do it. That's stupid.
0: Yeah, that just seems dumb.
1: It's like a retirement home that glitches. <laughs>
0: Here's your pudding. <laughs> <Glitch>. <laughs>
1: just kidding. It's a chainsaw. Yeah.
0: Anyway, yeah. Sorry. That right, is all very fascinating and could be potentially scary or exciting, depending on who you Don't are. Don't be scared. Never yeah. be, don't be scared integrate. of you. people have always been assimilate. scared about technology and it uh, always happens and I don't know, nothing bad ever comes of it. And it is always positive for society. I feel in like every there's so many way.
1: things to be scared about. Just, just integrate, you know, just assimilate.
0: <laughs> don't be, yeah. Just yeah. Follow. Oh man, we're already coming up with really good propaganda titles. Assimilate, integrate, follow. <laughs> don't be afraid. Just assimilate. No. <laughs> yeah. Dissimilate or exterminate <laughs> just assimilate otherwise we will kill you
1: um assimilate or there will be consequences <laughs> yeah. well they'll
0: just incept propaganda into your mind
1: yeah yeah or like
0: because right now any sort of like uh influence like whenever they talk about like well, this thing influence it's like not it's sort of like not like more indirect like I saw this things on the internet a lot of times so now I'm thinking that I should do this
1: now this is something that's true we want a capitalist market to find this AI right we don't want China to make this AI we don't want Russia to make <laughs> this AI because then they have it all they win okay
0: yeah whoever makes this for and this comes down to the whole reason why the US has to be a world power quote unquote because like of course geopolitics are insanely complicated and there's all just shortened things but at the base level the argument for why you can't just like be, have the u.s just pull all of their resources and just hide everything here is that like one of those other countries is just going to fill the void uh, the power vacuum and just like take over everything and if their technology this is why they had the space race and all of that i don't know whether you actually should do that or not like i don't know but that's just like it feels like the natural thing to like what would happen. Like it's, I mean, it's kind of crazy that there was the space race and then, and there was like, and now all of a sudden there's just like, we have like 20,000 nuclear bombs because we had to like build better nuclear bombs that we never dropped. Thankfully. Um, <laughs> or not yet. AI I could, yeah, I could do, AI. could just determine, well, the best thing for earth would just be to like blow the whole thing up.
1: Yes. That's its backup system. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens if China or <laughs> Russia gets their hands on these, even America. So we need a small independent company <laughs> to, f- to find AI. Let's and do it. We need, and that's control. what we're
0: announcing today on the movie Vault. The movie
1: Vault AI. That'd be awesome. Yeah,
0: that'd be pretty cool. she's making their own AI. Really? Yeah. For what? Are they just mind, mind stuff? control of their students? <laughs>
1: To to join classes, you must have this chip <laughs> inserted into the back of your head. Oh, remember, go back,
0: guys. <laughs> uh, Remember to go to your class this morning. The, uh, what did college students do that they get away with that they shouldn't get away with doing? Chad GTV. Don't drink and drive.
1: Not at OSU. Everything's from walking distance. No, probably for OSU, it's Chegg, maybe.
0: Chegg. <laughs> Just looking at Don't use doing. Chegg.
1: No, what they would do is all right everybody it would be it would be christina johnson on the intercom of every single dorm it's 8 a.m everybody wake up time to go to class everybody gets up gets their clothes on <laughs> goes to class all right walk in single file biochemistry students you go there you know chemistry to students go that way business students you go last <laughs> it's
0: like everyone just like going in <laughs> like perfect line just yes. like have you ever watched uh, wrinkle in time or yes. not not watched or read the book. No, I watched the book. The book is better. Though. I'm sure. And we're, like where everything is like linked to that one brain yeah. and like everybody like yeah yeah. And then they're like, "Brigle time is awesome." They're book. like,
1: "Come in for staff meeting and where we assign your gender." <laughs> 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 Today your gender is three two five. Please go assist.
0: Excellent uh, selection
1: that you were made today thank you christina johnson thank oh, you you're welcome student number 374 <laughs> all right 375 please step up
0: <laughs> isn't this so much better don't you like your life i mean that this so this much? does actually sound orwellian now I'm because excited. the whole orwellian thing was like authoritarianism is going to be like uh everything is just so structured and it just takes away any inefficiency <gasps> basically oh the candle is it's okay it's gonna be okay Um, But whereas Huxley in Brave New World was like, well, I think Brave New World currently is a little bit more accurate to the current paradigm we're in because it was like pleasure is going to be the way that we can control people. Like people will be so happy, like doing these certain things. (laughs) But maybe we can find both where like it's both Orwellian and Huxley. I don't know. They say Huxleyan, but. Huxwellian Huxwellian yeah where it's just like both things where it's like pleasure and order
1: <laughs> I'm just imagining <laughs> that'd be so annoying and we have no thoughts of our own it's all like downloading biochemistry notes downloading downloading and there'll be Ooh. no exams
0: essentially we would just be robots at that point
1: I'm okay with that like I'm already kind of it's like that.
0: actually sort of like degrading the humanness
1: yeah Elon knows that he's trying to help us he's also doing a lot of other things but that's okay. That's for yeah. another time. We're way over time.
0: All right. Well, we'll leave you with all of those. It's really crazy that one of our oldest movies we did, we talked about the most modern things. It just shows you how timeless movies can be. Sure. <laughs> or how distracted we can get. One of the two. Uh, but with that, we'll uh, close the vault.
1: Rip Justin Roiland. <laughs>